What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a podcast about all things Dungeons and Dragons. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Allie Deitchman. That's right, and this week we're talking about staying at home and online gaming. Because it's <laughs> um, good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have any listener questions because the listener question we got is pretty much about this. Um, this one's going to be a little bit more of a, a little bit of an off episode because we wanted it to be a little bit more serious. Um... We don't have any, we're not going to do the news. If you want to see the news, we're going to tweet it out uh, with this. And um, I guess we'll do this one plug. We're reviewing Wild Mountain next, next week. Hey, yeah. It's yeah, good. So it came out. <laughs> we got it's it. It's definitely right going to happen. <laughs> it came out of quarantine. <laughs> um, and uh, we don't have a champion's loot code this week um, because, we, again, we just, we want to get into what we're going to be talking about here because... With the way the world is right now, it's it's kind of a weird time. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the original me- uh, email that we got about this was from Hector Reyes. Uh, let me pull that up real quick that I should have already had up, but I'm out of it. <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, all right. Uh, Hector says, "Hey folks, uh, in recent days, I've been thinking a lot about setting up online D and D games." What experiences do you folks have with online tabletop gaming, and what tips do you have for a GM wanting to set up an online game? As always, thanks for the awesome podcast. Well, thank you for being awesome, Hector. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking about uh, setting up online games with the recent world events that we kind of haven't been talking about on the show because we're like, eh, it's not affecting D&D right now, but now <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, like... The, the nice part about it is that, yeah, we all have, if your work is kind enough, have time off work right now. And mm-hmm. so we all have extra time to kind of just sit at home. And usually if you have time to sit at home and you're a fan of D&D, you're like, well, I want to play D&D. Mm-hmm. So that's the upside. <laughs> <laughs> the downside is you're supposed to stay in your home to, you know, help lower the curve and help keep things yep. all right. And the self-isolation thing. Um, and that- please, please do that. Yeah, that, that involves not going over to your friend's house and doing all that good stuff and the usual D&D yeah. uh, setup. So that's why we're going to be talking about it specifically this week. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I feel like talking about anything else this week would kind of just be disingenuous to what's going on. Yeah. Like, just, like, I've been telling people a lot recently, like, this has to interrupt your day-to-day life. It, it oh, just yeah. has to. Like, we, we have yeah. to change around what's going on and that includes D&D like I don't think us sitting here talking about like any other kind of topic would be in any way helpful or anything like that so that's why I think like doing this is going to be the best thing we could put out right now yeah. I mean hey we're, we're still podcasting but we're in separate places <laughs> we're on <laughs> Skype right now recording our own audio and audacity so yeah. like we're we're even doing this episode away from each other yeah and I mean it's it's just important that you kick you figure this stuff out and that's what we're here to do today and and if you're looking for like a podcast to just kind of get your mind off of things 
there are still plenty of podcasts that are doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hey, next week's episode is going to be like that. Uh, yeah. We'll still probably be recording separately, but uh, we're going to be reviewing Wild Mount, and Allie's boyfriend, Spencer, is going to be on to talk about because he knows a lot more about Critical Role than we do. <laughs> yeah, we kind of figured we wanted a perspective of the people that are in Critical Role. So, you know, yeah. that that whole good stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if, if, you were, if you're listening to this one that's like, oh, I don't want to think about right now, yeah, we get this is not the best one to listen to, but this is one that I think is going to help you get D- get your D&D fix <laughs> yeah. uh, during so, this weird-ass time. I guess basically today we're going to be talking about one topic. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. we're, gonna, we're basically um, going to be talking about one topic, yeah. And this is like for mostly the people that you do have all the stuff, cool, how do I use it? Or you mm-hmm. don't have any of the stuff to be able to play online, what do I do from here? We There's actually have answers. in itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so which one do you want to start with? Uh, doing, uh, uh, Let's start if with you... if you don't have any of this stuff. Because I feel like okay. that's actually the majority of the people versus the people that do have like a laptop with a camera in it. Or like even a microphone or even a headset. Yeah. Like, not many people have all those. Um, I think at like the baseline thing... Actually, no. Okay. My baseline was going to be like, just do a conference call. <laughs> like, you know, that would be like baseline. Yeah. But I think you could go even lower than that and just do text. Yeah. If you have to, if your phone service is just whack and you only have like text or messenger on Facebook, then just go ahead and do it through text. You mm-hmm. can. That That is how people used to play D&D is like through like, who, what, who what was that called? Im- the, the forum thing. Like. Oh, that it was a uh, play by post. Yeah, play by post. Like that's an actual thing. <laughs> Who wants to hear an embarrassing Trevor story? <gasps> I do. <laughs> the first RPG I ever actually played was on AOL Instant Messenger, and it was a Star Wars game See, all about Jedi and finding these weird things. But the, <laughs> we didn't really understand what an RPG was. There weren't dice. We were just typing in what we were doing and trying to out-animate character each other. You were role-playing. That's <laughs> yeah, what you're was, doing. It was a full role-play thing. But, like, <laughs> we did it all through uh, AOL Instant Messenger. And it worked out really well. And and I think the thing that I kind of really liked about it... Now, granted, we didn't really have a, a DM. We had a guy that was leading it, but mm-hmm. he had his own character. And was his character was kind of the one that was forwarding the plot. Yeah. But that made it so we could have character interactions without him being involved. That's cool. So so the neat thing was is that within everyone else doing stuff, you could be interacting with just one person. And so like it would kind of get a little muddled, but as long as you knew to look for your name and other people's posts, but then just the person you're talking to, it worked out really well and it was kind of fun. Yeah. In that weird teenage time of my life <laughs> well i mean like that's a huge part of D is the role play aspect itself and so like mm-hmm. if you're absolutely bored out of your mind it's like day four of the coronavirus and you've <laughs> got like the quarantine <laughs> like yesterday oh gosh yeah you could tell our household starting to get bored uh one of my roommates knitted a face mask just for fun oh um, my god <laughs> My other roommate was skateboarding down the hallways just because we can. She's like, I'm an adult now. No one can tell me not to. And (laughs) (laughs) so it's like we, you know, it's if you're getting to that point where you're like, I'm just bored and I really want to hang out with my friends and do something with them. It's like, yeah, you don't have to roll dice. You can literally just role play situations that your characters that you all know and love would go through. Mm hmm. 
that's even if you don't have dice (laughs) yeah oh wow yeah we really hit the baseline there man that is that yeah if you got if you don't even have dice on you that's just freaking role play some fun if you're like if you're stuck in a hospital you don't even have dice you don't have anything you only have your phone and a charger Mm -hmm. (laughs) you could do that yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah the, the the step up from that would be phone calls um that would be you have your dice you have your sheets you have all that stuff you can just use a phone call you could use skype uh audio and stuff like that you don't like obviously seeing people is a pretty important thing for DD, but it's not absolutely necessary I mean, that's why mm-hmm. people can listen to Critical Role or Penny Arcade or anything like that without seeing them. They can still hear what they're doing and imagine what's going on and yep. not worry about facial reactions and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've done that before, actually. When my computer crapped out and when we realized we don't have a mic or something like that, we're like, well, um, hey, <laughs> Eric, I'm going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had like a three-hour phone call with Eric while we were playing with him, and so it's just like, yeah, I mean, like, so, so he he's like Charlie and Charlie's Angels, just the little box there that yeah, just speaks. Our out. phone was just in the middle. We we figured out whose phone had the best speakerphone, and we put that phone in the middle. At the time, it was Marcos's, and we're just like, yeah, so this is Eric now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so that stuff will work. Um, but let, let now. If you do have, uh, do well, I guess like for for phone though, there is. I know Roll Twenty has an app that is web based. It's a web based browser app mm-hmm. that you can use. I don't have any experience with it yet. It sounds like we might be getting experience with it with our Pathfinder game on Saturday, but who knows? Um, it's there though. It's something that you can explore. I yeah. don't have the highest of faith in it (laughs) yeah um if you're just sticking with your phone um i would recommend just sticking to pen and paper to make things as easy as possible for you Mm -hmm. because you're already like you're already without your phone because you're essentially using it for the phone call (laughs) yeah um so i would recommend just sticking to that pen and paper for the time being um now as if you're a dm it's just like as if you're dming a session if everyone was there you have all mm-hmm. your stuff up and you're just like using everything that you normally would. Um, if you're a player, all you need is your character sheet and some dice. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the beautiful thing about like you don't need these online things. Um, if you don't have access to it or if one of your players don't have access to it, that's one of the nice things about it. Um, hopefully, and I, I say this with, a, with like, you know, a little bit of trepidation, but hopefully you have the trust that when people are rolling their dice without you being able to see them, that if they say I rolled a 12, you'll believe them. <laughs> you don't need an online app for you to see little digital dice rolling and it rolling on that 12 instead. <laughs> to be fair, I, I if someone's all the way across the tail for me and they roll a D20, I've already got that trust because I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah. So like um, the other thing that I guess people struggle with is the whole entire concept of theater of the mind <laughs> versus actually seeing the battle map. Yeah, and we do have a whole episode on that. That mm-hmm. that's the thing that you can go check out that we that we that we did. Yeah, um, yeah if you want yeah, like, tips I, and tricks on how to do it, that's certainly a good episode to go check out. I do understand the apprehension, especially if you've gone from like you've got your dwarven forge tiles and your minis that are fully painted and everything. <laughs> Going to theater of the mind is a 
freaking hard adjustment. I get it. Yeah. But you um, can't do it. Definitely. And as a DM, if it helps you describe things, still set up a battle mat. Still set up everything. Because if that will help you keep track of where everyone is, then it'll help you figure out how to describe that to your players. Because that's what I did yesterday, and it worked wonders. You just broke my brain because I never thought about doing that with my <laughs> Skype group, and I feel so dumb right now. <laughs> yeah, like if you have an entire like fight going on with like four big bad guys, and you've got like your eight players, and you're like, "Well, I don't know how to keep this track in my head." Just set up an actual battle mat on your table in front of you, and be like, "All right, give me a second so I can like maneuver you around." You have like you're forty feet away from this guy, you're twenty feet away from this guy, so you don't have to memorize all those numbers. That that was a glass shattering moment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we I, can still have those for each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I have to go and rethink my life for a moment. <laughs> so, um, like, as a DM, it doesn't have to be difficult for you, especially if that helps you with describing the scene too. Like, set up your expensive dwarven forge that you poured money and heart into, so that way you can at least see what you have. And so, if they're going around a corner and there's a bend and it's dark, you can describe that to them. You don't have to just remember mm. it remember the bend yeah (laughs) um so like if if you don't have video access and you're just doing through like just through phone call i recommend doing that to at least help you ease into theater of the mind Mm -hmm. because the main person that has to remember everything is the dm yeah (laughs) the dm just has to remind the players where they're at every turn and they can figure (laughs) it out from there remember you remember where you are no (laughs) um so yeah, if, if moving up from that would be video, like what we're doing right now with a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it with a phone. I, I mean, when you called me earlier, my phone started ringing with my laptop. So you, you can <laughs> you can do Skype or Discord on the phone mm-hmm. and have video access to it, and that's I, I think that's totally fine. I, I I've done a podcast with someone who was skyping in from their phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, so- they they. They had two phones. They had one recording uh, uh, doing video, and then they had another phone that was recording the audio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, phones are actually really good at picking up audio. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember my that's what my dad used to use for his professional videos for marketing stuff. He'd be yeah. like, I'm just using my iPhone in my pocket so it can pick up my, my voice. <laughs> um, But with, uh, so with this, we're not talking about, like, bring in any apps yet out for like actual playing this would just be you're either using skype or discord which -hmm. is something i do almost every week with the golden pals group Mm -hmm. um we don't use a battle mat though now i'm rethinking my life choices um (laughs) but it we've been doing this game for oh my god year and a half Mm -hmm. and there's maybe been one or two hiccups where it's like, okay, hang on, let me re-describe everything that's going on right now so you guys get a better idea of the battle. Um, One of the things that we have thought about trying and I think is totally a viable option, like let's say you've got a laptop and you've got a phone. You could be DMing on the, the laptop and then you could be on a separate Skype account on your phone. Skype that one in, mute it, so you yeah. get that annoying ringing sound. And if you have a way to like suspend it over the battle mat, you could actually show what is going on. We did mm-hmm. that. We tested that out once. We didn't play it. We were just like, okay, is this something we could do? 
Um, and it might be something I look into later on for Storm King's Thunder, but that is an if you really need that battle map for everyone, I think that is totally a viable option. That is pretty much exactly what we did last night. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So like. Pretty much we discovered this about like three weeks ago when uh, Ben was over DMing. We're like, hang on, uh, because for, I didn't have a microphone, so I just used my phone for Discord. So I was like, so what was neat is that I was able to swap the camera over to like front-facing mode instead of selfie mode. I'm like, well, hey, Eric, here's the battle mat <laughs> that we're having a difficult time describing to you what's going on. Um, and so it's like Eric was actually able to see that, yes, he was surrounded, but he did have a way out. And so it's like you you do have these options of especially with video and like those calls like that, like either on Discord or Skype to use your phone to showcase <laughs> the battle mat yeah. that's in front of you, because um, that that is way more helpful than you think it would be, because like theater of the mind is something and a half. But when it comes to technicalities, like, well. Are they within my AOE of a 20-foot radius? And it's like, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, doing this, they could actually be like, sure about that. Um, and they can see more of their options as opposed to sometimes when you're doing Theater of the Mind, it's like you get down these one-way tracks of like questioning of like, uh, okay, so you're surrounded by like four people. Okay, uh, how far away from me? Well, the closest guy is 10 feet. Okay, then I'm going to go up to the closest guy and hit him. It's mm -hmm. like, as opposed to if they see the battle mat, they have more of their own options and they can choose what path they can go down. Yeah. So they can do like the crazy ass move of, well, I want to go back five feet and then charge forward through the, the throng of people, take the opportunity attacks and hit the bad guy in the back. And it's like, yeah, you wouldn't have thought of that if like you weren't presented with that option. You, you get what I'm saying? I, I do. I will say, though, I think because we've played without a battle map, because we've done Theater of the Mind so much, it has let them come up with more ridiculous things to try and do. Oh, like I think definitely. if like I, I think if, you know, presented with, you know, the grid and the minis and everything, like St. James wouldn't come up with half the crap that he does, where it's just yeah. like, all right, I want to try and run up this wall, swing off that chandelier, and just fucking take him down. Uh, because you'd just be thinking in that grid. Yeah, I, mean, I know like, some people are good at that, but I, I, I don't know. I, that's I, the I difference, think... though. Is like, I think you've been playing, you said, for a year and a half now? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like for the people that have been playing purely at one person's house on a grid, this is a good transition point. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so you can still have that comfort and safety of having the numbers out and having, like, the, the, the grid itself, then that'll help you figure it out. But, yeah, yeah. if you've been playing Theater of the Mind mostly... This is not going to be a problem for you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even be an issue. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything else though about just the video part of it. Um, like, yeah, not even with like a laptop, just like still a video with your phone, maybe. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. You, like, you can I, easily I, still play D and D like that. Um. One of the things that I do for my group is I have my phone. The, the one thing that would suck about having my phone be the camera is that I use it for D&D Beyond. Um, so um, I'm not – I don't have any experience with Skype personally, but on Discord, uh, I can still be in the call and swap out and go to other apps. Oh, just yeah. Just like a regular I, phone call. And so it's like you just cut out on the video for well, like a it, few minutes. <laughs> it would be more of that like I, I have it hanging up here because I actually have like a, a boom to hold it so oh, it'd be kind of okay. hard for me to look at the stats up there <laughs> uh i i personally just hold it in my hand 
yeah. like freeform. I, like, here's what's going on. <laughs> I'm too fancy to hold it in my own hand. I have metal to do that. Um. <laughs> because like I also have all my spell apps and everything on my phone itself. So it's yeah. like playing without my phone in my hand is difficult. Well, see, like I, I could I could easily do it on my computer but like i have this weird thing where i'm like i one of the reasons i like using skype or discord or whatever is because i do like seeing my players and like what their reactions are to stuff and you know if they're thinking and stuff um so i usually try to leave my laptop just for you know skype the face-to-face thing no that's Um, fair yeah. And if you have access to like at least two electronic devices of like a laptop and a phone, then yeah, that's totally doable. <laughs> we're, we're getting into like the bat cave level of screens. <laughs> All right, we got this screen here, we got this screen that's showing them the battle map. I got this screen here for stats. <laughs> yeah. I mean like okay, so when we're usually sitting at the table with all of my players here minus the one who's uh, discords in, mm-hmm. um we usually have like at least like four different ways that people have their characters. <laughs> Yeah, we've got like Robert, who's got it on D and D Beyond. We've got Marcos, who's got it a mix because he can't be trusted with one or the other. We've got <laughs> Spencer, who's like got a spell app, but also his sheet. And then Taylor's doing the same way. So it's like we've got several different ways of people getting their character sheets out, and it'd be understandable that it'd be a little bit of juggling to do it, especially if you have a little bit of if you only do digital stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is where having like a laptop or secondary camera would be very helpful. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Which is where like, again, if you only have that one device and you can't do the juggling or if you do have the two devices, but juggling is too difficult, well, just quickly write down your stuff on a piece of paper and use your device to just yeah, communicate. That's what I was going to say. Um, one day um, when I was working in the office, um, our internet went out. Mm-hmm. And we were a we were very internet based. Yeah. <laughs> we could not do anything without the internet. And so it got to be about like hour three of it, and uh, my coworker comes over and is just like, "Hey, do you think we could play D anD?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "I have dice in my desk, and I know how to write a character sheet." <laughs> yes. And so yes, we, we hand <laughs> wrote out character sheets, and we mm-hmm. played a very small amount because of course as soon as we got it going they're like all right you all have to go to lunch and by the time you're back the internet will be here and we're like (laughs) yeah i mean like i've i've done that too where i've written literally a a character sheet just on a blank piece of paper it's it's really easy once you kind of figure out all the abilities it's like there's only six of them that's really all Mm -hmm. you need to figure out (laughs) and then you can kind of go from there um if you have a book it's helpful too but you know um so yeah, if if you're if you find yourself struggling like to juggle between having the the video or the audio setup going on and your phone which has all your resources on it, then transfer your resources. I, I just the, the I key just part is in the, my head the, this person taking the player's handbook and just ripping out that char- the example character sheet in the back <laughs> and just going no mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's an option. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you're desperate it's enough, there. You can do that. <laughs> I um, mean, who, who photocopies anymore? Anyways, you get it from the online, anyways, right? Really? Dude, <laughs> I, 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 you know, you and I did not grow up in that age of D and D where we had to do that. But I know that was a real thing. I yeah. do remember as a kid seeing 
like teenagers um i i was much younger uh like seeing older kids like in the library with their D book and being like can we photocopy this <laughs> <laughs> so i know that was a thing and i know that that sucked that was not that was not an easy thing to do mm-hmm. um now we have form fillable pdfs <laughs> jesus christ yeah we, we 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 got it good yeah um Oh, I do really quickly want to to mention this before we move on to the next thing is um D&D Beyond right now is extending their amount of campaigns from 3 yeah. to 5. So if you don't have a subscription or anything like that, you can make you can now make up to 5 campaigns in your account that you can share with everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't have D&D Beyond right now, it's not a bad time to get started. 100%. Because I believe they're also having a sale, or that might have been a week ago. I'm not sure right now, but uh, I know recently <laughs> they had a sale for, uh, like, it was, like, $125 off their Legendary Bundle. It was, which oh, wasn't a yeah, bad yeah. thing. And then they also had a sale for their basic books, too. You know it's you know it's insane when it's just, like, you get $125 off. How much is it? Still over $200. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> to be but fair, if I bought all those books in person... It would be over two hundred dollars. So. Oh yeah. Oh way, way more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah. The the source book bundle is one ninety three. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I've been wanting to go onto D and D Beyond and transfer. Now's not a bad time to give it a shot because one, yeah. the, everything's on sale. Two, you sh- shouldn't be playing together with all your books anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Please don't. Yeah, so it's like, now, now's a good time to check out D&D Beyond, which I guess brings us to our next thing, <laughs> playing with the access to. <laughs> yeah, um, so the like, D&D Beyond itself doesn't have a way to play. Um, mm-hmm. They're still experimenting with a dice roller to do on screen and stuff like that, but there's no way to meet up and talk and stuff like that. Yeah. It's purely just for doing your character sheet and the source books and stuff like that. Um, so what that kind of brings us to is Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably some other ones out there that I don't know about, but these are the two that I have looked into myself. And it's they're probably the most well-known ones, too. Um, yeah. I Now, personally, I don't really use them, so I don't know the answer to this, but are they free? They are not. Well, uh-huh. okay. So... There's a caveat. Roll20 is free to just do your own stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, like you you have to do a lot to get there. Like you they, you don't they have like very basic clip art that you can put in as minis um and stuff like that and like but I, 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 I've tried doing it so many times, but it's like it would take so much extra prep work, every map, every enemy, stuff like that, that I'm like, I don't really want to put that time into it. But right now, <laughs> you, you, could. Might, you might have some time. Mm-hmm. Um, the really cool thing is, is that they do when you make a campaign, you get to choose what system it's running in. Oh, and neat. it will help you out with that stuff. So, like, it knows uh, when your players go in to make a character what information it needs to ask them. Okay. They don't have ways to roll characters uh, for free, but they can they can input their own stuff. So there there's there's a lot of work on both ends for the free part of it. 
Okay, but at least there is a free option. Yes. I mean, if you're just looking for a battle grid that everyone can see, it, it, it you can do that. It's still going to take a little bit more work than I think it should, but that's mm-hmm. me. Um, Roll20 does also include a, uh, a video service uh, that you can all get into. From my experiences and what I have heard from people, it's not great. Ah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know a lot of people use Discord with Roll20. Okay. Uh, because it's just it doesn't it doesn't work out that well. <laughs> Got it. Uh, the things that I do like though is that like they have a a, a text sidebar uh, that will show you like the rolls. Uh, so yeah, that that is one of the cool things. You can roll dice in here, and so if you are that paranoid person that you know you you don't trust your players telling you the truth, they can roll in here. You will see every number that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You can use it for text. You can use it for enemy stats and stuff like that. Um, but w- if you really, in my opinion, want to get the most out of Roll20 and uh, Fantasy Grounds, you got to sink some money into it. Okay. So how much are we talking about? Like, um, what's let's, like the baseline? Let's go and find out. Oh, they have the Call of Cthulhu starter set on here. Ooh. Ooh that's cool. <laughs> I, I, I've said it on here before. I, w- I want to play Call of Cthulhu so bad. So <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, I'm on their their marketplace. They do have like third party stuff, and I do know that a lot of things on DMs Guild have like Roll Twenty and Fantasy Ground options. So you can go in there and find some some things and some stuff to throw in. Um, you know, I'm just gonna type in Dungeons and Dragons because I can't find things. <laughs> <laughs> You, everybody can. I don't know if you can hear me typing. I'm, I'm the guy in the chair right now, <laughs> going Hacker through. Voice, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Hacker voice. Um, well, okay. So, to, for for reference, um, Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount is on here, and it is forty nine ninety five. Okay. Now, what you're getting in that is all of the maps, all of the character art. Uh, all of the stat stuff and everything like that. And the neat thing is that you can have these come as pop-outs that you can show to the screen and be like, all right, here is a furbolg, and you can show them the image of the furbolg on there. Oh, cool. Um, and because I, I, I know looking through Wild Mount, there is an adventure in there, so like you will get those battle mats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... My problem with Roll20 and why I have a problem sinking as much money into it is that it is the same price as the book. Ah. And I can't look at it outside of Roll20. Okay. So, like, on D&D Beyond, I, one of the things that I've really loved is the fact that I have my books with me everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I can look at them anytime I want in a really nice, you know, formatted way. I have to go on to Roll20 and go into the campaign to actually look at the stuff. So prep, for me, wouldn't work as well. That um, makes sense. And, and you know, I, I without, you know, treading the same water, that's my same problem with uh, Fantasy Grounds. Um, but what I think Fantasy Grounds has on top of Roll20 is that you can the the so like I talked about the pop outs where like you can show people stuff. I feel like 
Fantasy Grounds feels a little bit more like a handout. Like, the player can click on something, and the handout pops up for them. Okay. So, it's uh, Fantasy Grounds is an app, and the thing about it is... Well, should we, should we should we go into Fantasy Grounds, or do you want to do you want to do anything more with Roll Twenty? Uh, go into go ahead and go into Fantasy Grounds, yeah. Because I mean, like personally, I don't have too much experience with that with either of them. Yeah. Like, the well, only one that I've ever played online is uh, Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even think about that. We should we should definitely talk about Tabletop Simulator at the end. Yeah. Um. So the the last thing I'm going to say about uh, Roll Twenty is they do have a wide selection of things on here to get and I do think that the probably the most efficient way to use it is to you know get the adventures and stuff like that like I, I just clicked on um, the Rick and Morty one they have the lost dungeon of wickedness and it's only $14.99 okay so there is you know bad. some stuff that's not that bad priced uh, mm-hmm. but then you know other stuff that is in my opinion too much higher and I understand that what we're really paying for is the time spent on converting the stuff and being able to use it in this program. I know that's what we're really paying for, but when I've already paid $50 for the book, paying another $50 just to use get the okay to use that on the computer, it's a little steep for me. Yeah. And that's I someone mean, who's that's who someone who sunk money into D&D Beyond. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what's personally keeping me back from going fully into headfirst into D&D Beyond because it's like, well, I have to, if I want to get a character, I have to piecemeal money together in order to play this one character. The the, the thing like that. that the thing that makes it better for me for D&D Beyond is that it is cheaper than the book. Yeah. It, it's I'm not paying the exact same price and, and because I can just be like, oh, well, I don't need the entire book of Tomb of Annihilation. I just need some creatures out of it. I'm just going to go buy the creature part. Yeah. Um and it and it does look like you can do that in uh Roll 20. They have a character art pack and adventure module pack. So that there is stuff there to do it and I think if you're interested enough in it, you give Roll 20 a look first. And that is why and the reason for that is what's going to lead me into Fantasy Grounds. Okay. You have to pay to get Fantasy Grounds without anything in it. Oh, so just like the base thing? Yes. Fantasy Grounds is a program. And um, you have to... (laughs) Each person has to pay to download it. Right. There is a... I think they call it like a campaign pack. I'm going to pull it up while I'm talking about it real quick. Um, So it's like it's up to a certain amount of people. And they... You, you all get it, but it, it, you, it's not like if a new player joins the group, they're still going to have to buy it. Yeah. Um. So let's see. D&D or Fantasy Grounds Ultimate. That's the ultimate upgrade. Um. But like you can get it through Steam, which, again, is nice. Uh, Steam is, you know, a, a program a lot of people trust. Um. But like Player's Handbook is twenty nine ninety nine. Um, the uh, Dungeon Master's Guide is twenty nine ninety nine, and it doesn't look like this stuff can be piecemealed like the other stuff can, like with D and D Beyond and Roll Twenty. So, just to get in on the ground floor, let's see. This content requires the base game of Fantasy Grounds. 
which is, oh, right now, this is good to know, and I actually might do this. So normally, Fantasy Grounds is $40. Oh, wow. Blank. Okay. Right now, it is 75% off for $9.99. Oh, good for them. <laughs> that is fantastic. Points to you, Fantasy Grounds, for doing that. That's that's really good. Yeah. Um, Like right now, uh, so the uh, buy Fantasy Grounds Ultimate License, uh, you get Fantasy Grounds, Fantasy Grounds Upgrade Pack. Normally $150. It's $73.53 right now. Um, okay. So there, there's, if you're okay with sinking money into it, it's... A, it's a good thing because it is very stylized. I mean, mm-hmm. like, just looking at it, you're like, okay, no, I, I'm in the role-playing mindset. And what's neat is if you're playing a 5th edition thing, you it has this, like, 5th edition skin over it. So, like, you know, it's got the, the dragon coming over and everything's, like, in That's the color neat. scheme. Yeah. Uh, the dice are are live on the screen. They have physics to them and everything. Um so, so it's it, like the it, primo simulator. <laughs> yes, uh, very much so. And yeah, you can bring out battle mats, you can bring out creatures and stuff. Um, and they are all very highly detailed, which is another thing that I do really like. And you can show them, you know, big old creatures and then you can make them into tokens and put them in there. Oh, that's um, really cool. But I the my problem with it is like right now it's really good because it's $9.99. But if you're listening to this a few months from now, it's forty bucks. Yeah, forty bucks for nothing with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then you're gonna have to because that's this, that's the that's, thing. that's essentially like paying for D and D Beyond before you get any of the books. Yes. Except like when D and D Beyond will finally have like their encounter simulators and everything all set up. <laughs> yeah. The like the player's handbook, uh, if I remember correctly, because I did mess around with it a bit. You can't just input your own character sheet. Oh. You have to have the player's handbook and all the options to have that on your digital character sheet. And I really don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. So you have but to sink money into it, no matter what. Yeah. If if this was purely for adventures, um. I think it would actually be a pretty sweet deal, but the fact that they're putting this barrier to entry for everyone at the table, mm-hmm. ah, it kind of sucks. It gets expensive uh, really quick. It really does. It really, really does. Does um, everyone need to have the player's handbook? Uh, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, yeah. If if, if the that, DM, the, like. D&D Beyond is nice because, like, the DM just has to have the books and then they can share it with everybody. But, like... Well, so there, there, there's caveats that they can share with everyone if you have a subscription. Yeah, yeah. But the subscription's, like, five bucks a month? Yeah. Something like that? Twelve bucks a month? I can't remember anymore. I mm-hmm. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, I again, I really like D&D Beyond. Um, but, yeah, the Fantasy Grounds is... Probably the most thematic online experience you're going to get with D and D, but it's also the one that's going to cost the most to get into. Right. So there's that. Um, <laughs> I guess yeah. La- I think lastly we should talk about tabletop simulator, which you have experience with. I have no experience with. Yeah. I just know people use it. Um. So way back when Marcos was 
trying to get us to go into like a little a small campaign that he was running. Um, we kind of eventually abandoned it because timing and everything. But mm-hmm. uh, he had kindly bought us all tabletop simulator to go into it. And tabletop, um, I think tabletop simulator is normally like ten, fifteen dollars. I think fifteen is the right number. I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, let's go see. Mm-hmm. But it's oh, a game 20. on yeah, it's a game on Steam. Um, the nice thing about that twenty dollars is that once you purchase that, there's nothing else to buy. Like it's literally that's just it, and you can go in there. Um, the downside is that there's no interactive like books or anything like that that you can play with like in the code in final mm-hmm. in tabletop sim. Um, but the good the cool thing is that there's a lot there's a huge community behind it. So you can actually like download every single mini, like every single monster in the monster manual and then some. Like that's what Marcos did. He's like, oh, here, mm-hmm. here's a file share. You guys just download into your game. And so that way pick a mini out of there because they also have player minis. And it's like and then we'll just dump them <laughs> into this world that I made. And he just made like a road with like some trees in it. And he's like, okay. And then he's like, cool. And then you also tabletop sims like, yeah, you have your own dice roller and you can pick what dice you want. And so you literally physically in the digital world sit at a table (laughs) and on your side of the table is your dice that you can click and drag and put into the dice roller (laughs) and it pops out a number and the number shows up digitally so you don't have to strain to see what number you rolled in this tiny d20. And it's like, okay, so Marcos was actually super easily able to run the game with us just sitting there and enjoying what he was telling us. Um, you could also input through, thankfully the community has worked a way out. Like you can input your own character sheet into it. But, um, it, it, for me personally, it kind of worked out better when I, uh, had just one physically like a piece of paper on me. So it's like, I just have to roll dice in the game and Mm -hmm. move my character in the game. And that's all that I was doing in the game. Um, and it worked for Marcos because he was able to build a battle mat that he could not do in real life because it looked like something straight out of Dwarven Forge where you had like rolling hills and you had trees coming up and you had a whole village um, and you had NPC minis just everywhere too Um, and you could put overlay a grid on top of that so you know how far everything is so the nice thing is that it's just the $20 bucks to get in but it doesn't have anything in it this is a weird caveat for, for me but d- did they snap into the grid or did you, you just have to try and place it close you can have it snap oh i love that i don't yeah. know why that's just like it's like a magic card in a sleeve getting set on a table like i just love that <laughs> little like click i love it yeah I, if i remember right you can have it snap i remember we did a dungeon crawl in it and it was like oh yeah my little dude is like facing this way so that way marcos can easily see which way that i'm attacking and mm. It, it worked out pretty well. Um, but like I said, that's like the, the tabletop simulator is great for showcasing the terrain and the map and your dice rolls. But it doesn't mm-hmm. really do much else, <laughs> at least with my experience in it. I could be totally wrong and they could have updated it. But uh, I, yeah, it, it's I've hard. It's so hard far. to know because I know that all of that stuff is third party. Um, yeah. Like this isn't stuff that I mean, they're what's funny making. Is like, I've heard. You can even play magic in it. Yeah. Um, people have, like, thrown in every single magic card, like, ever into Tabletop Simulator. And so you could actually physically create decks and pull from it and actually play a magic game in Tabletop Simulator. Uh, I'm watching people right now play Zombie Side. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like, they have the so, entire game in there. 
That's that's yeah. Insane. That's the other cool thing about tabletop simulator is that it's not just for RPGs. You can literally play a tabletop game, like a board game. Um, and you just just takes a little bit of like looking into it. But there's a huge community that has built stuff for it, so it's yeah. it's really nice for that way. Yeah, I. Th- th- it is a really cool thing. I I haven't put the time into it to look at it, but now seeing this, I might give it a shot. Um, I'm more likely to get fancy grounds right now to fuck around with it <laughs> because it's on sale. Um, <laughs> right, but yeah. uh, I, I do think that this is a, a, a pretty viable option. Um, there is a so a couple things on the Steam page. One, uh, apparently you can play it with the Oculus Rift now. <laughs> oh, that's neat. <laughs> um, so if you want virtual reality tabletop Oh my, there is a dude that has zoomed in all the way onto the map, so he's there, and this mini is walking towards him in a dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) They have animated minis. That's so awesome. Uh, The second thing is, uh, uh, there is a uh, buy tabletop simulator four pack. Um, It's $60, so you're basically getting one free. Um, so that that's that is that's viable. Also, interestingly, uh, it says uh, similar to games you've played, Stardew Valley. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I guess sure I, sure. <laughs> Go home, Steam. You're drunk. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, those are kind of all of the options that I know of for playing D and D online. Um, okay. I, I, I can't really think of any other ones, again, besides just calling your friends and yelling magic shit at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as far as, like, interactive online play on a screen together, the, those are probably the best uh, options that you can get. Roll20, mm-hmm. again, is, like, the free option, but there's going to be a lot of finagling around with it. Yeah, and trying to figure it out. Um, as and, far and as I, being on a phone, I haven't seen anything for it yet. Yeah, oh, I, I know that there's. I've seen this, this ad that keeps popping up on my Instagram. That's just like, hey, we're making an app that you can do RPGs on your phone, but we don't really have a release window or anything like that yet. And so, it, <laughs> I know people are working on it, but yeah, right now, I don't think there's anything set up to play i know there's things set up to organize yeah. um but I, I don't think there's anything there to to play over your phone with an app one day the future yeah. will be here <laughs> and that'll be an awesome future <laughs> <laughs> yes it is it uh, will be better than the present <laughs> uh, hopefully yeah so it's it, i think we pretty much covered like so far all the options i could think of as far as playing apart from your friends, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, from the base, like you only have like texting on your phone because you ran out of minutes, or <laughs> you only have minutes on your phone because you don't have texting. Mm-hmm. To you have video on your phone, um, but no computer. To you also have a computer and a phone, mm-hmm. and I feel like we've we've covered a lot of the options here. Yeah. <laughs> um, if so, you... worry not in this times of need. Absolutely. Um, if you do have any mm-hmm. other suggestions or things that you've used to play D&D and you've had a r- real good time with it, let us know either through our Twitter at Difficulty Class or through our email at dif- or it's Difficulty what, difficulty Class at gmail.com. I haven't had to say that yes. for a while. I'm, I'm blanking. <laughs> um, 
Send that to us, and we will tweet them out and do an announcement about it um, so that other people can see it. Right now, I think, is the best time to come together separately. Um, so <laughs> um, if, yeah. you, if you have any of your own suggestions or anything like that, let us know, and we will get the word out to as many people as possible that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's our goal this week is to just try to be helpful for everyone that's trying to play yes. D&D. <laughs> Exactly. They're like it, it we're, we're it's dire times but we're you know we're being you know we're trying to look on the bright side about things. That's why we're trying to still play D&D and stuff like that um which I think is something that will really yeah. help anyone that plays it. Yeah, um, exactly. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um not personally, no. I think I, I've said pretty much everything I can. Uh, if all else fails, like I said, just stick to pen and paper and a phone call. That that really works out, trust me. There you go. I think that's the longest topic we've done besides a UA. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, well, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Um, if you enjoyed it, uh, please leave a review on whatever podcast service you are listening to it on. Tell a friend about it. Uh, if they're having trouble finding a way to play D&D online, let them know about this episode. Uh, maybe we'll help them out. Uh, you can keep up to date with us on uh, social media, on Twitter at Difficulty Class, and on Instagram at Difficulty Podcast that we still suck at posting anything on. Um, and if you have your own <laughs> questions, suggestions, topics, whatever you want, you want to just talk with us, you want somebody to talk about D&D with from a distance, send us an email at difficultyclass at gmail.com and we'll talk with you. Um, so yeah, uh, until next week, be safe. Thank you.